Hello and welcome. I'm Tanya Reason and this is The Gospel According to Mum, the show where we discuss the transformational work done in us by Jesus Christ as we live out motherhood and discipleship with Him. We've been talking to Helen Bartlett. In part one, Helen and I discussed how she coped with the early years of motherhood and the words of faith God gave to her, which gave her a deeper understanding of who He is and the strength to focus on sowing the seeds of faith in her children's lives. In part two, Helen and I discuss how as the years progressed and her children grew and experienced long-term illness, her perspective on a successful life was shaped by God. She has come to understand more of God's purposes in her own and her children's lives, what success really looks like, and who she is both as a mother and a child of God in her own right. We'll keep going with prayer. Because we've talked about um, the way children approach prayer, mm-hmm. but then you've had you've had some some difficulties in two of your daughters' lives with around illness, and you've talked about the the idea of unanswered prayer, <laughs> and I want to talk to you a little bit about the things that you went through with that, and. Um, the sort of steps that, that you took with the different kinds of prayers. The reason I ask this is more about when we get to a feeling where the plan is not going how <laughs> we would want it to go, mm. what we try and do to sort of make God hear us. Um, <laughs> you've, you've talked about even going to the elders for prayer. Oh, yeah. 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 And the, the, the impulse as a mother to do whatever you can oh. in any way. Yeah. Um, and how you cope when, when it's obvious that it's not going to go the way mm. that you want or what you've even asked for. Mm. Well, obviously, the first thing you, I did <laughs> was try and find practical solutions, medical solutions. Mm. And when it became clear that we weren't getting anywhere with those, in fact, my, it was my oldest, older daughter, oldest daughter first, um, that she was just getting sicker and sicker, um, then I, you know, we thought, well, it's biblical. Ask the elders to pray. You know, to our knowledge, we did not know anyone who'd done this in our church. Mm. But we thought, well, it's there in the Bible. And they readily came and and prayed and anointed with oil. Mm. And um, there was no change um, over months. Um, we actually did the same again probably some years later because the second daughter also developed illness showed in a different way but tends to be there's quite a lot of overlap Mm. and um we did the same with different um elders and a different pastor (laughs) later by Um, circumstance i assume not by sorry by circumstance i assume that it was just it was a different group of people oh yeah yeah yes yes sorry same church these elders don't work no no (laughs) No, 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 it wasn't that. It was just that the leadership had changed. Yeah. Yeah. Councils turn over and all the elders. Well, but anyway, so back to early on. um, Yeah, I went through a lot of grief as I saw this older daughter not able to um, feel, you know, finish. Well, she did finish secondary school, but not in the way that you'd expect. Um, I guess I was a bit more prepared by the time the second one went through similar stuff but but for my first one 
particularly it was a lot of grief. I kept believing, I kept thinking, God, you, I mean, I know God can do anything, and I believe that. Um, and that is what led me to, um, to decide to fast. I haven't done a lot of fasting in my life before. I quite like food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and also sort of needed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Harry had done, he'd fasted before. Um, um, he seems to survive it much better than me. So all I was doing was actually missing an evening meal um, on a Monday night. And even then I ended up saying I'm allowed to eat an apple <laughs> because I needed to get through the room. By that time yes. it was children at say others at secondary, you know, children yeah. at secondary school and you'd be helping them revise for, the, can you ask me questions for my science test tomorrow yeah. or can you yeah. hear my English talk? Yeah. I'll just listen to it and see it. You I know, know I keep saying this, but you were a mother of six children. <laughs> Yes, it still boggles my mind. Well, it, yeah, it's, need... it's great actually. Yeah. It's it's a it's a, like a career choice, one would say. Well, yeah, more than you'd imagine when you. Mm. I did not realise when I took it on, but that's all right. That's okay. Um, yeah. So I did try this fasting, and um, you know, when you fast, you're supposed to spend time focusing on God. Yeah. Well. I still had to serve up the evening meal and and go through the evening routine. It's very hard to find time to sit and focus on God when you're doing that. Um, and as I've indicated, I would fall asleep pretty well as soon as my head hit the pillow or yeah. within 30 seconds every night. But I, so I just developed, I, I just, there were these three things that I knew were true about God. Um, how did I put it? Um, Lord, you are perfectly good supremely powerful and endlessly loving good powerful and loving mm. and th that has helped me having that as my mantra then I would just be saying that over and over any spare minute I got over that time yeah. when I wasn't eating dinner I believe this I believe that you are totally good and, and supremely powerful and perfectly loving and nothing is going to shift me from that it was sort of like a battle yeah. you know I believe this and I will not budge and um, that's has stood me in good stead mm. through the past, through, through, you know, after that. I, I do believe that, and um, it's true, and I cannot understand God. I cannot understand him. I know he can heal. Of course he can heal, and he does, and people do get healed, you know, by, by medicine or by, by miracles. Mm. But he's not doing it in this case. Well, you know. He's, he's God and there's heaven. Yeah. And and really our lives now are such a little tiny, tiny blip compared with heaven. Mm -hmm. And I know people think, or we don't think of heaven much actually. And so I, I think a picture of it is very, well, we don't have much of a picture of it except maybe streets paved with gold and, you yeah. know, a city as high as it is wide and long, which... You know, I, I want the trees in the Australian countryside, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that the beauty and the joy and in heaven, whatever we 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 love and enjoy yeah. now, is going to be so many times of that. Don't know what form it'll take, but we're going to be. It's going to be great, and eternity will be. It won't feel boring. Yeah. <laughs> it will be great. Yeah. So, and my daughters have helped me. I mean, they're now in their early thirties and. <clears throat> it's their faith that's getting them through. Mm. And um, I learned so much from their attitudes. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it, how our children minister to oh. us? 
Definitely. Mm. And adult children too, I have mm. to say. You know, as they develop their own thoughts, their own philosophies, ways of doing things, and I, I see them, you know, I just go, okay, there's other ways of doing things and other ways yeah. of thinking from the way, what worked for me, and um, it expands one's mm. understanding. Yeah, we forget, don't we, that they're not who we are. No. They're yeah. completely yes. new yes. people. Yep. That we happen to be running a ministry in our own homes. Yes. And we have these, yes. these you know, unclosed, homeless yeah. people who, yeah. who come and live with us. Yes. Yeah, and we're, we're taking care of them and finding out who they are. And, which brings me to a question, and I think you're eminently positioned to answer this mm-hmm. with yes. wisdom. Um, so I've set you up there, sorry. But I want to talk to you about Mary. Mother Mary, oh yeah, losing Jesus, mm. and this is a bit, little bit about you know our our plans and what we think is going to happen and what God's mm. plan is. Mm. But mostly, it's about knowing who your child is, mm. and how that sometimes doesn't manifest in the plan that we thought. Because mm. my theory is this, and you've had six opportunities to to tell me if this is right. But we all we all like to sometimes sometimes benevolently and sometimes a little bit spitefully like to look at Mary and think you lost Jesus you know um, Mm. because she's you know she's the epitome of mother isn't she Mm, mm, Um, and we (laughs) oh but she lost Jesus now I wonder if she how do you mean that she lost Jesus she lost he was in the temple Oh, she and lost they, it during oh, the Passover. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought you yeah. lost when he died. No, no, okay. no, no. Oh, she no, lost no, Jesus. No. Oh, God, I'm, I'm yeah, just no. getting really deeply yeah, philosophical no. here. <laughs> I'm thinking this is going to be tricky. No, she literally <laughs> lost Jesus. Yeah, you know, he's in the temple. They've, they've left yeah. three days there. Oh, yeah. That's a long time. Now, I have a theory that she, she thought she knew who Jesus was. That Jesus was a good boy. Yes. And he wouldn't, why would he not be with the family? He'd obviously been, you know, the oldest child. Mm. He could be relied upon to do mm. the right thing. I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. And so she would just assume, wouldn't mm-hmm. she, that she oh, knew yeah. him and yeah. he'd be there. And mm. then he wasn't. Yeah. But but he had still done the right thing. Yes. Just wasn't Mary's yes. plan. Yes. I mean, is there, have there been points where you thought, I know my children, <laughs> but God's <gasps> plan has been... Mm. something else yep um is it do you mean is it okay i'd say as an adult yeah well, what, adult what do you think about that do you think that's you know how, well, how yeah. do, we, do we really ever know no we tend to make not plans. assume we do yeah. I, I certainly assumed i knew my children and i could see qualities in them and suggest where they were going uh, and where they might end up, and you have these hopes, <laughs> like the brain surgeon. You know. right, yeah. No, no, I didn't ever want anyone to be a brain surgeon, but they do find their own way. Hey, that—that's why. Okay, that—that's why it's really important for me that they're grounded on in God, their faith in God, because yeah, this is okay. I'll answer first the first thing that came to mind when you asked that. Um, one of my sons was doing well in his career as a young man and um, but was very involved in, in his spare time in Christian ministry and then he made the choice to go into full-time Christian ministry not as a pastor but as a 
um, a mission sort of work where he had to find his own support. Mm. And I, I must admit that really, really challenged me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I believe in that sort of thing, don't I? But when it's my own son who's, you know, going to give up a good steady wage and a good job that he loved, yeah. um, well, maybe he didn't love, but he enjoyed, he could cope with really well, you know, he enjoyed. Um, and then he's going to be going around looking to other people to provide support for him so he can work for the kingdom of God. That was a real challenge. Mm. That was quite a, quite a hard one for me. Um, and probably back to what I was saying before about wanting your children to be grounded in the word. Um, one of my children was quite difficult as a... Well, the older one was settling down, actually, um, by teenage... Well, more settled. Um, but another one was... Well, we had quite a few run-ins um, in teenage years and um, caused me a lot of anguish. Um, and I remember one day seeing him sitting on his bed reading his Bible as a middle high schooler. And, you know, I'm agitated and churned up about the way he's behaving and treating me and what's going to happen to him, how he's going to go. And I saw him reading his Bible and I just thought, oh, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Um, and you just, I just have, yeah, I've had, you have to do that. I have to, I have to do that. I think it's God's the one who, like, as, a, as me as a young person, my life, I went my own way. I went, I didn't do, follow my parents' expectations. Well, I did at the start. I was a very good girl. But, you know, once we got married and moved to Mount Isa away from family influences, we made decisions that were different mm. from what our parents would have wanted. And this worked out okay. <laughs> so, you know, I, I just felt if they were, if my children were connected with God um, and seeking to follow him, he would lead them. But yeah, not always easy though. Yeah. Definitely not always easy. Has that had an effect on how you see other people when you're talking about God in other people's lives, the way you might, I mean we all judge, don't we? Yes. In the split second and sometimes we have the presence of mind to reprimand ourselves but yeah. other times not. I mean has that had a, an effect? Probably yes, yes. I would, I would have to say that particularly now as a, uh, as a mother of children with children, I think that has helped me in that way because you see parenting different styles and different decisions made yeah. and then realise that the other people round about are doing the same thing and, and it is okay. Yeah. yeah. And do you have you found it? Uh, sorry, have you found it an encouragement for, for me to see that there is no formula mm. in the salvation of God? I find that deeply encouraging. Mm. That that you can't make someone believe, and you can't you can't dictate the way it's going to happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, as I've spoken about children making commitments, and that just blew me away. Um, that God at work on these little people who could not have explained the. Well, they knew Jesus died on the cross. That was in the books we, you know, sorry, the Christian children's books we read. But they wouldn't have said. They wouldn't have said, "I am saved by Jesus' death on the cross." They couldn't say that. 
Um, so yes, definitely seeing God drawing children to Himself has mm. has um, uh, you know that's real. It's I mean they have made commitments. You know they've had to re-examine it as they got older. I'm yeah. not saying that they <laughs> that no. was it. Yeah, but um, that just showed me that God is. Um, God is just amazing. In, he he wants all people to come to him and he will do it. He will do it. Mm. He will. Yeah, and no formula. No. Yeah, well, there definitely wasn't a formula with the children. Mm. Yeah. Did you see God working with each of them differently? Oh, yes. I mean, as you said before, everyone's an individual. Like, mm. not only their genetic makeup, but their experiences. Mm. Yeah, totally different. Like, the two daughters who were ill. But then there was the, third, the youngest one who was fit as a fiddle and, you know, competed nationally in um, gymnastics. And, yeah. you know, that was a different life. There were different influences in her life. And, yeah, things that her, her faith journey was, was quite different. Mm. Um, yeah, he's, he's definitely works individually mm. with individuals. But as he did for for us I would, in your life you know he knows us he knows me through and through yeah. from having watched my bones take shape yeah, when yeah. I was knitted together in my mother's womb he made me he made me and he knows every bit of what fulfills me and the same for our same for our children he loves them so much more than we do yeah that's true that's a relief to think isn't it definitely because you don't necessarily think that you know no. especially in your situation when things go no. wrong yeah not the way that you would have yeah you would have done it yeah um yep. remembering that he loves them yeah sure definitely yeah i can remember someone saying to me um when i was pregnant about how how women were amazing that they made these babies and thinking at the time lady if it was up to me to put this baby together it was almost happening in spite of me that's how i felt mm. like i had absolutely no control over what was taking place in mm -hmm. my body mm -hmm. and and praise god that i didn't because goodness <laughs> knows what would have come <laughs> yeah which brings me back to you because that's what we're talking about here and and who you were and god knowing who we are but but us not necessarily knowing exactly who we are mm. Mm. and so many of these experiences seeming for me at least to be showing me who that person is and then being able to accept who that person yes, is. Yes, definitely. And you found yourself um, having been a very, you know, intelligent, successful, working woman now in a new career, which you weren't aware of at the time, mm. was what you were undertaking, mm. dealing with mm. describing yourself to other people mm. and the effect that that had on you. Yeah. What was that like? really really terrible <laughs> I just hated I hated being thought of as just a housewife mm. you know you don't work do you says the receptionist you know just filling in a form she wasn't trying to be mean but yeah. oh you don't work do you and I'm going I don't work I work from 6am till 11pm <laughs> you're hearing a tone that isn't really there <laughs> yeah I didn't say that to mm. her <laughs> I might have said actually I, I actually I do but not for money <laughs> yeah but um, yeah I was really that really hurt my um, self-esteem actually yeah. and, and that's something I've had to deal with 
um, that my I've I've my value, my self-esteem, my self-worth. Certainly, as I grew up and as a young adult, and probably still to some. Well, I'm sure still to a degree, is based on achievement, mm -hmm. um, success. You know, being a good parent. Um, you know, if if I wasn't in a career, I was at least I was a parent who could make their children behave. You know, <laughs> and produce clean, tidy children. Yes. You know, I mean, has God changed what you see as success now? Oh, definitely. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Indeed. Yes. Um, yes. Yes, success is following him step by step through the day, wherever he leads. Um, but, yeah, I, I valued other people's opinions. I probably still do. Um, but he's working on me still. Yeah. <laughs> he's working on me. I mean, yeah, there's things I find well, in my makeup that have been there from way, way back. Mm. And um, he'll show you something and then you'll think, yeah, I've got that. And then, you know, it'll come around again in some other incident mm -hmm. and he'll show you again. And he'll come around and occasionally show you again. He's trying to make us perfect. He's trying to make us like him. Yeah. They're yeah. coming around again. Did that, did that occur to you just in you? Or did you find trying to help your children to do the right thing over and over again? I mean... I eased off. I think I eased off. Mm. Um, I, I think I, yeah. I, I think as as my children grew, I did. I did realise that I was letting them go to be adults in their own right, functioning adults in their own right. Um, yeah, I think it was an unthought assumption when I was younger that I should, my children should behave and you know do the right thing. But I think I learned that, uh, I'm sure I did learn that they weren't mine, they're not mine, they're, they're his. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's interesting. And so when God revealed these things to you again, mm. did you find that it was through... This is, this is a difficult one to word because I'm not at all suggesting that God tempts us. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I think we're in circumstances that reveal something that needs work. And I think he allows maybe sometimes those circumstances to, to arise or, or remain. But I think at the same time he's protecting us. Mm. But it gives us a chance to see. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's... Yeah, that's right. Or is my thinking? Oh no, I'm. Sh oh yes, yes. Um, well, for example, the two sick daughters. You know, I realised that part of my grief was because I wanted certain things for my, you know, mm. highly intelligent daughters, and I had ideas as you do. You know, they're yeah, having to make choices of where they're going, what they're going to do for tertiary, yeah. of what they. You could see wonderful do. things for them. Yeah, you do, yeah. you do. And then something like that, a, a chronic ill health, um, and they're not going to be able to. And I think I would say, yes, I was sad. I, well, I was sad thinking that, oh, her potential won't be realised. And there would have been an element of, you know, wanting your daughter to, you know, yeah. blitz the world or whatever, right, yeah. <laughs> you know, in that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's really moulding, moulding what our idea of 
success and yeah and good things wonderful what our wonderful things are and not necessarily yeah. his wonderful things De- yeah yes yeah, so I'd have to agree with that <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a hard lesson it is a hard lesson hmm I don't want to learn that lesson <laughs> At least you know it's a lesson to be learned. (laughs) And you know you've got a patient God. You know you've got a loving and patient God. And he's not going to... He doesn't harm us. You know, Mm. he doesn't just say, well, you know, you need to learn this, you know. Mm. Do something evil. Um, No. It's always through just positive in life. And, 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 okay, Bad things happen in life, and I used to think that they didn't happen to Christians, that if you trusted God, you know, everything would be good. Right. Um, then I realised after a while, hang on, there's all these Christians and things are going wrong. Yeah. I probably didn't include myself in them at that stage, yeah. but, but, you know, gradually I had to include myself in them. And I no, this world is not perfect, and we all share in it. And God's aim is not to give us a perfect life, not to give our children a perfect life. His aim is to perfect us. Yes. So that's what he's doing. That's yeah. what he uses every opportunity. And, and at the right time, I think he's got a schedule for each of us, you know, mm. that, that he wants to teach you this and he wants to teach you that. And then he comes back and says, now we're going to go on to lesson two of um, that's humility. That's school teacher. You know? yeah. oh, yes, probably. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm on about lesson 10 of humility or maybe 20, you know, yeah. about humility and yeah. where you, you still, things you still haven't given up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that is exactly how he talks for you, Helen, because yeah. he knows who you are. Yeah. 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 We tend to apologise. That's the other thing about knowing who we are. Mm. We apologise for ourselves, don't we? But actually, yes. God never says, I'm sorry that you're like that. It's just how much he, he values us and you are not a burden to me. You are not a burden to me. Mm. <laughs> you are not a burden to me. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's lovely because often in the middle of the night... That's exactly what a child feels like, mm. Mm. isn't it? Yes. You, yeah. Yes. And yeah. it's hard when we're physically tired. Mm. Do but, I have to get up yes. to this one again? <laughs> but by the same token, you said to you said yeah. to me in these notes that mm. when you when you found yourself giving oh. of yourself, sacrificing yep. yourself mm. for your children more and more. Mm. Um, that that they're really not a burden, yeah. Because you love them. There's there's no other reason to do that but love. Yes, yes, that's and right. That's the message of the gospel, is it? Isn't it really? There's yes. no other reason for me to have done this for you. Yes, yes. And to remember that if if there'd only been Helen Bartlett, mm. would have been in Bartlett. You would have just been, if there'd only been yeah. Helen, he would have done it all the same. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. Because you alone are not a burden. Yeah. And, and nor is all yeah. of us. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely the, the, my love for my children made me realise those bits in the Bible that say, you know, as a father loves his children or, you know, the mother mm. bits in the Bible definitely highlighted to me. That's what that means. So that's what it means. Mm. It means that sort of love that gets up in the middle of the night and nothing is too much. Yeah. And I'll, I will, you know... Not, I'll, I'll share this out so that I don't get any or, or I'll put off going to the toilet or having a shower because you <laughs> need to be rocked to sleep or whatever That's it right. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so who are we then? Who does God say that we are? 
as a mother and your your wisdom now and your your learning through this process who are we as mothers oh well we we his beloved creation creations put into this position by his purpose and for his purposes, um, put into this position, supported by him, endlessly loved by him, empowered by him, to pass on, as Christian women, to pass on to the next generation what we have heard and known and what our ancestors have told us we will not hide them from their children. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his powers and the wonders he has done. Psalm 78 verses 3 and 4. We are agents to spread a knowledge of him to the next generation, our children. That's beautiful. We're agents. I mm. like that. Mm. Thank you so much, Helen. It's been an absolute delight to talk to you. Thank you so much for everything you shared. Thank you, Tanya, for giving me the opportunity. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening today. You can find out more about the show, our guests, and subscribe and download through all our channels by visiting thegospelaccordingtomum.com. This episode marks the end of Season 1. I hope you've enjoyed listening in with us and that you've been encouraged and uplifted by the stories, laughs and tears we've shared together. You can stay connected through Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and LinkedIn to hear more in Season 2. If you or if you know a mum who has a story to share about her walk with Christ through motherhood, then please do contact the show through our website. Again, that's www.thegospelaccordingtomum.com. We'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, be encouraged, friend, and remember, the God who taught you to love will not leave you as you walk with Him more and more at your own pace. I'm Tanya Reason, and you've been listening to the Gospel According to Mum. Till next time.